Blog Talk Radio. about a crazy 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 Halloween Uh, Washington Irving the author of The Legend of Sleepyano brought to you every every Halloween Eve by your hostess Miss X I am literally sitting in the dark thank it for all those years of saying I was sitting in the dark Tonight, I really am. I came home from work on All Hallows Eve, Halloween 2019, on Halloween 2019. I waited all these years for Halloween to rhyme. Halloween 2019. It won't happen again for another 100 years. You won't have a rhyming Halloween. Halloween 2019 that ends with a teen. I came home to find an electric power outage. 
It is truly a dark and windy night as I strode home again. Oh, terribly high winds from work. Leave strewn streets in the dark. Only to find that all the lights were out in the old wooden shack. So I am literally sitting here shivering in the dark along with you, my chillers, villas. I'm in the dark, wrapped in a blanket to bring you the for the eleventh year in a row now, the legend of You talk about a Halloween night. There was even snow. Yes, the S word. There was some Icy snow pellets mixed in tonight with the wind as we begin our legend of the headless horseman himself. He rides again tonight, Halloween 2019 on Night Owls Radio. He rides again. Ichabod Crane was a school teacher. He wore dark black clothes. He was thin, very thin. And a small wool hat rested on the top of his nose because his scanty strip of forehead might be called. Such was the appearance of Ichabod and his steed as they shambled out of the gate of Hans von Ripper. Now, as I have said, it was, as I have said, a fine autumnal day. The sky was clear and serene, unlike the night tonight on Night Owl's radio. This Halloween, year 2019, is freezing where I am, freezing, and we are so cold. There was the story of a galloping Hessian that rode around as a headless horseman in a black cloak at night. Did Ichabod, the school teacher, believe this story? Well, one night he was on his horse. Gunpowder. That was his horse's name, Gunpowder. And they had now reached the road which turns off to Sleepy Hollow. But Gunpowder, who seemed possessed demons, instead of keeping up it, made an opposite turn and plunged uh, headlong downhill to the left. This was after a stranger followed Ichabod. The stranger quickened his horse to equal the pace of Ichabod. Oh, it was such a scary, scary night. You're out there near the graveyard in the black, dark planet Earth at night. Your teeth are chattering as Ichabod's teeth chattered as he imagined all the stories of ghosts and goblins that he had heard in the afternoon came crowding upon his recollection. He had never felt 
lonely and dismal. He was approaching the very place where many of the schemes of the ghost stories had been laid. He came upon an enormous tulip tree, which towered like a giant above all the other trees in the neighborhood. And as Ichabod approached this fearful tree, he began to whistle. He thought his whistle was answered. It was but a blast sweeping sharply through the dry branches. Then he thought he saw something white hanging in the midst of the tree. He paused and ceased whistling, but on looking more narrowly, saw it was a place where the tree had been scathed by lightning and the white wood laid bare. Suddenly he heard a groan as then his teeth chattered and his knees smote against the saddle. Smote against the saddle. He passed the tree in safety. <laughs> but new perils lay before him. A small brook crossed the road and ran into a marshy and thickly wooded glen known by the name of Wily Swamp. Under the covert of those chestnuts and vines where the sturdy Yao men concealed surprised him. This has ever since been considered a haunted strand, and fearful are the feelings of the schoolboy who has to pass it alone after dark. As he approached the stream, Ichabod's heart began to thump. Gave his horse half a score of kicks in the ribs and attempted to dash briskly across the bridge. Ichabod's fears increased with the delay, jerked the reins on the other side, kicked lustily with the contrary foot. It was all in vain. That is when the horse decided to turn. After dashed forward, sniffling and snorting, but came to a stand just by the bridge. With a suddenness that had nearly sent his rider sprawling ahead. Just at this moment, a plashy tramp by the side of the bridge caught the sensitive ear of Ichabod in the dark shadow of the grove. On the margin of the brook, he beheld something huge, misshapen, and towering. And to make it even scarier, the creature stirred and not, didn't move, but seemed gathered up in the gloom like some gigantic monster ready to spring upon the traveler. The hair on Ichabod's head rose with terror. Terror, terror, terror! Summoned therefore a show of courage, he demanded in stammering accents, Who, who, who are you? Who are you? He received no reply when he repeated his demand in a still more agitated voice. And, shutting his eyes, broke forth with involuntary fervor into a psalm tune. Just then, the shadowy object put itself in motion. And all of a sudden, it was right in front of him, with a scramble and a bound. 
stood at once in the middle of the road. Though the night was dark and dismal, the form of the unknown might now in some degree be ascertained. He appeared to be a horseman of large dimensions and mounted on a black horse of powerful frame. Ichabod's heart began to sink within him. His parched tongue flew to the roof of his mouth and he could not utter a stave. His fellow traveler in relief against the sky, gigantic in height and muffled in a cloak. Ichabod was horror-struck on perceiving that his... He was headless! but his horror was still more increased on observing that the head, which should have rested on his shoulders, was carried before him on the pummel of his saddle. Wasn't the headless horseman carrying his own head in the shape of a pumpkin jack-o'-lantern? Did you go smashing some pumpkins tonight? If I can but reach that bridge, thought Ichabod, I am safe. After he saw the walls of the church dimly glaring the trees beyond, Ichabod cast a look behind to see if his pursuer should vanish, according to rule, in a flash of fire and brimstone. Just then he saw the goblin rising in his stirrups, and in the very act of hurling his head at him, Ichabod endeavored to dodge the horrible missile, but... Too late, he was tumbled headlong into the dust and gunpowder. The black steed and the goblin rider passed by like a whirlwind. Oh, it's so windy out here. We're going to let you listen to it because the next morning, the horse was found all alone by the path, along with a shattered pumpkin. Many years to come, as we're out here in the winds on this hallowed eve night. All the old wives, all the people of the town, told stories of Ichabod, who had disappeared forever. Seemingly forever. To the headless horse. Halloween 2019, where the water ran deep and black, was found the hat of the unfortunate Ichabod, and close beside it, a shattered pumpkin. It is true, an old farmer who had been down to New York on a visit several years after, and from whom this account of the ghostly adventure was received, brought home the intelligence that Ichabod was still alive. He had left the neighborhood partly through fear of the goblin and Hans von Ripper. Mm. Brown Bones, too, was observed to look exceedingly knowing whenever the story of Ichabod was related. The old country wives, however, maintained to this day that Ichabod was spirited away by supernatural means. And it is a favorite story, often told about the neighborhood around the winter evening fire. 
The schoolhouse being deserted soon fell to decay and was reported to be haunted by the ghost of the unfortunate pedagogue. And the plowboy, loitering homeward of a still summer evening, has often fancied his voice at a distance, chanting a melancholy song tune among the tranquil solitudes of Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> 